Hello and welcome to the Survivors to Thrivers show. My name is Joshua Blattman, and this is an astrology episode about the growth and change shown in the astrology from the new moon on March 2nd, 2022 to the full moon on March 18th, 2022. I've titled this two-week segment, the segment from the new moon to the full moon, I've titled this segment, Disciplined Reactions to Accelerating Changes Illuminate Natural Resilience. Let's jump in. All right, so here's my notes and here's the charts. Uh, this new moon happened in the 13th degree of Pisces. And the 13th degree of Pisces will come back to us later when we talk about Mercury in the full moon chart on the 18th. This 13th degree of Pisces is all about the contrast of willpower. And is the willpower our personal will or is it a spiritual will? And the bigger picture of personal will or spiritual will is really about the question of whose team are we on? Um, what alliances are we wise to, right? Are we on our own team only, like floating around on the ocean by ourselves or are we a part of a bigger picture? Uh, and so um, this is a really significant thing to think about within the context of that bigger picture. Um, Venus, Mars, and Pluto conjunction that's happening today, March 2nd, as I'm recording this, this is happening in the same degree as the placement of Pluto when the United States, um, when the Declaration of Independence for the United States was made. So Pluto has made a full, complete orbit, and Venus and Mars are conjunct Pluto in the same degree, those slightly, very slightly behind it which is significant in the greater picture of wholeness, right? Um, coming into the end of a phase or at the beginning of a new phase are very different positions um, within, a, within the bigger picture, although they might have the same, um, they might have the, you know, be focusing on the same ideas, slightly behind and slightly ahead are, are, are different, right? Um, right, it's the difference between first place and last place in a race. So, um, Venus, Mars, and Pluto conjunction. This emphasizes support for personal transformation and the development of new cultural standards. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that shifts over the next couple of weeks up until the 18th. I know there's been, you know, a lot of, um, there's some military upheaval in Eastern Europe um, slash Western, Western Asia. Um, I'm not a political commentary guy, so we're not even going to go into that. We're just going to keep talking about the astrology. Um, <sighs> new cultural standards either emphasizes support. So that Venus, Mars, and Pluto conjunction emphasizes support for personal transformation um, and the development of new cultural standards. The new moon in the 13th degree is balsamic to Jupiter and Neptune which are both in Pisces in the 15th degree Jupiter of Pisces and the 23rd degree of Pisces uh, Neptune. And that really emphasizes this theme of the battle of wills as Jupiter is balsamic to Neptune. Um, and so like the, the ways we've done things is collapsing to a greater cultural um, a greater humanity, like cultural at the level of humanity. So like global culture um, is, is shifting. So um, I kind of see this as the birth of cultural individuality or the birth of 
conflict between cultural individuality, cultural powers. Um, for example, conflict, um, and I got, and there's a quote down here. If you're, if you're able to see the, uh, the notes I've got here on the page, whether you're seeing this, whether you're, um, re whether you're getting this content um, in just audio form, uh, I'll try to post the video link in the audio in the podcast. Um, those of you who are listening to this podcast on live um, on on my on an app called Wisdom, um, I'm unfortunately I won't. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to share that link for you, but we'll see. So, but the point is, the link is a, is to an article by the Atlantic saying that Beijing has sealed a no limits partnership with Putin and refuses to condemn his aggression. So. If we're talking about cultural individuality and the contrast that's highlighted between um, in the conflict that's also written in this in this shift, um, then I can you can you can kind of see a picture um, taking shape that's uh, U.S. or that's uh, Russia and China versus basically everybody else, and Africa is just Africa and South America are abstaining <laughs> right so um let's uh let's keep moving on so capricorn 27 degrees to 28 and 28 degrees in aspect to jupiter which is where that mars uh venus mars pluto conjunction is it um is emphasizing harbingers of valor and the need to rehearse or practice and like really kind of know what you're doing before you before you jump in um so Venus and Mars will transit Pluto, and then all the planets will be waxing to Pluto. So that really emphasizes new um, impulses for activity, um, you know, in the micro and the macro. So in my last episode, I talked about, uh, you know, from the full moon on February 17th, 18th, 19th, somewhere in there until the new moon that's on March 2nd, we talked about how um, February 16th. Yep. We talked about how, uh, and I'm sharing my screen on here too. So you can kind of see that I'm, I've got a bunch of, uh, these moon phases, um, in the window. Um, and so what I was saying is that the need to rehearse, the need to practice, um, and word on word that I've read is that, you know, Putin has been planning this attack or this uh, invasion since like 2014. So that's not any assessment on what's gonna happen. That's just like emphasizing the need to practice. So um, the Mercury conjunct Saturn in the new moon chart that is today, Mercury is a couple minutes ahead of Saturn, um, very, con very much conjunct. It emphasizes uh, organic transformation that unveils evidence of peace or a certification of individual worth and victory. It reveals new distinctions and new personal direction related to Uranus, which is kind of window shopping, the, social, the socialization of desire. Um, and, and, and the bigger picture of that is a mental restructuring around outward longing. So, um, who are we becoming based on what we want to be? So it's kind of interesting idea. Um, 
as I mentioned, the in the bigger, bigger picture, uh, as I mentioned in the, in the last episode from the full moon on February 16th to this new moon today, today, um, because of the wax, because all the planets are going to be waxing to Pluto um, after this, within like 100 and 105 degrees or so, 110 degrees, I think was what the calculation was, and we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute as I um, talk about the bull patterns. But this lunar cycle marks departure from old ways of being. Kind of emphasize that a little bit with this uh, birthing of cultural individuality, but. Um, Again, marks the lunar cycle marks the departure from the old ways of being. Um, the new moon bowl um, that's today, March 2nd, um, has a midpoint at Pisces 20 degrees. And the midpoint is the energy that anchors the chart. Um, it focuses the chart. And the focus at 20 Pisces 20 degrees is all about nourishment and nourishment in the harvest of the soul's archetypal purpose. Um, so as individuals, we might, we might um, get value from noticing what nourishes us individually. Um, and, you know, individually as a, any kind of level of community unit, like a family or a community or a culture, uh, city, nation, whatever you got. Um, so notice what nourishes you, clarify and recommit to that which is nourishing and experience what's beyond concrete existence. Mm -hmm. It's a really great opportunity to focus on, um, you know, discovering and rediscovering grounding techniques, um, especially important for somebody like me who kind of lives in the clouds. Um, and one of my favorite techniques is, you know, in addition to yoga uh, is Kundalini. Um, and Kundalini is just a way to, to move energy uh, so that that energy doesn't get you when you're, you know, so it doesn't act out of you. It gets released from you. Um, and a really great website that has, uh, you know, Kundalini series or what are called Kriyas is um, 3ho.org. Um, o like the letter. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but uh, it does, I don't need to know what it means to like find the Kriyas. And, and get value from them. So um, out of, and, and, and I find those really, really nourishing. Um, a central axiom in Kundalini is poke, provoke, transcend. And I point that out to suggest, to, you know, let you know that Kundalini is kind of challenging, but the way that you, um, you know, in the, in the sustaining of the challenge, um, there's a transcendence and a release that's uh, really delightful. So anyway, moving on. So the full moon bowl, I talked about the new moon bowl being all about nourishment um, or being you know concentrated around the idea of nourishment. And I know that's not really what the world is showing us right now um, with all the craziness, craziness going on, with all the conflict going on. Um, but then as we move over and we look at the transition of the energy to the full moon bowl, so we look at the bowl without, without the moon, we kind of get to see the energy of how, not necessarily what is being organized, how life is being organized on earth, that's the moon's job, but how um, all of the rest of the energies are being concentrated. So, uh, 
the, and it's actually pretty interesting to me that opposite the moon, you know, the midpoint between Pluto in the 29th degree of Capricorn and Uranus in the 13th degree of Taurus coming up here on March 18th at the full moon, um, the midpoint is Pisces 21 degrees, which is between Jupiter and um, Jupiter and Neptune. And that adds emphasis to the cultural transformations that are happening. Um, it calls, you know, the signature of that degree is an overlapping of layers. And uh, goodness, there's all kinds of layers overlapping, right? Like um, between, you know, national conflicts and personal interests and national interests and interpersonal conflicts is just so many layers overlapping. Um, the moon, which was outside of the bowl, but the moon um, represents a catabolic, potentially reckless willpower that doesn't access root knowledge, but relate, relates to a wide span um, not to natural root wisdom, but just to like wisdom that, uh, to no knowledge rather than wisdom. So that's an important distinction. Like what we know, like facts and figures, but facts and figures break down when you get to a bigger and broader perspective. Um, so I wrote 13th degree to the 28th degree. So yeah, so the new moon happens in the 13th degree of Pisces where both the sun and the moon are together. And then the full moon on March 18th, both the sun and the moon are in the 28th degree. Um, the sun transits Jupiter and Neptune before the full moon. And um, sh it shows off a satisfaction of individual basic needs, um, but doesn't see or relate to a true bigger picture yet. So again, we're emphasizing that contrast between knowledge and wisdom in this, uh, in this, in this phase. Um, Mercury is moving from the 20th degree of Aquarius to the 14th degree of Pisces. That is uh, 24, uh, yeah, 24 degrees um, in one segment of a lunar phase, which is kind of a lot uh, for Mercury. Um, it doesn't it's not the fastest it moves, but it's far faster than it's slowest, right? Like it's uh, it's moving and it's moving, um, it's, it's highway speeds, right? Metaphorically. Um, and so with Mercury being moving at highway speeds, um, there's just a lot to pay attention to and a, and a lot happening. So, um, you know, that adds to the theme um, that I mentioned at the beginning, which is kind of the, the big picture of this whole phase, which is, I'll say again here, disciplined reactions to accelerating changes illuminate natural resilience. Um, so from that theme, I'm encouraged to re-ask each listener to consider um, wisdom versus knowledge and uh, how those are similar and different, right? Because in the recognition of distinction, um, not, the, not the receiving of an answer that I might give you, but in the recognition of the distinction, you could probably make up your own mind and help to um, chart your own path through, this, through all this turbulence. Okay, cool. So 
<sighs> Next thing about Mercury that I really want to point out that I'm excited to point out. Um, so at the full moon, Mercury is at 1334 Pisces. It's one degree past the um, March 2nd new moon conjunction in, the, in 1207 of Pisces. So it's just one degree ahead. Um, and that really, in my mind, highlights distinctions and contrast um, since the new moon. So it really will help to emphasize the awareness around personal will versus spiritual will. And how do we use either of those senses of will for personal shielding and self-protection? Um, those are going to be some useful clues for moving forward. Um, and also, Mercury is coming off the distinction off of a conjunction with Saturn and approaching Jupiter, Neptune, and the Sun at the end of Pisces. So um, we'll be really called to ask, uh, what techniques are we, um, you know, how are we uh, leaning into our capacity to be, to be clever and cunning and, um, and, um, and, and self-protective in order to, to move forward? Um, so the best offense is a strong defense is a is something i wrote for this idea uh as we're thinking about as we're thinking about self um, personal shielding and self-protection really the best offense is a strong defense um and that operates at basically every level of consciousness because this is a these this the lunar cycle is a global event um and uh yeah so this is um mercury will be joining pice will be joining um you know, it's in the 14th degree of Pisces in, in the first half of Pisces while Jupiter, Neptune, and the sun are in the second half of Pisces. And that's significant because it calls on a mental technique within a bigger picture of how we form alliances in order to um, move into and through uh, what we are perpetuating. Um, what's being perpetuated into the next cycle. And the next cycle is like, I mean, this is, this is Jupiter and Neptune both together in Pisces. That doesn't happen very often. Um, it happens actually, I think the last time I read that that happened was um, 1865 or 1860s, which is, um, I mean, we all kind of know what happened in at least in the United States around that time period uh you know the civil war and um a, a crash of an old way of being and doing that had been around for hundreds of years granted that didn't end there but um at the political level was the impetus for some shifts that are still shifting so um though i you know it, i would be remiss to say that it hasn't gotten a lot better for everybody even though it isn't perfect anyway um, moving into the chart for the full moon on the 18th, um, the, let me just say again that the sun transits both Jupiter and Neptune during this hemicycle. So right in the last couple of days, probably in like the, around the Ides of March, like March 15th or so, um, it'll be, the sun will be transiting 
um, Neptune and into the, in, you know, it, through the, through the early teens, it'll be um, maybe around the 10th, it'll be transiting Jupiter. Um, but either way, the transit over Jupiter and Neptune, uh, in my opinion, represents a foreshadowing of the events related to the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction coming up on April 12th. Um, so yeah, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction on April 12th is kind of a significant astrological event. And personally, it's the 21st anniversary of the date that I went, uh, that I had a car accident, was in a coma. So, um, and I'm going to do something crazy here, and I'm going to invite someone to ask a question from my app. Let's see, Graciela, let's see. All right, she's going to be joining here, and we'll see. And after she's off, we'll talk more about this full moon coming up on the 18th. But here we are, Graciela, what's going on? days ago and I hadn't been able to come up. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I wasn't really pondering a question. This is very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I really just came to say hello because it is the new moon and I'm hosting a new moon meditation tonight. I do this twice a month. And so I cool. love, you know, just the moon in general and everything you're saying. And let me tell you, April 12th, Jupiter and Neptune is going to be explosive in my opinion i mean jupiter there's so much strength there and power and, and masculine energy and mm -hmm. it's just awesome can you, do you want to tell me more about that uh conjunct about the jupiter neptune conjunction since we're since we're live on youtube oh i i actually don't know much about the conjunction of jupiter and of neptune coming okay. on april 12th i do all of this as i go along uh, mm -hmm. because really my focus is life coaching not mm. astrology you see sure. yeah yeah um right uh but you can tell me more about it for sure i definitely um enjoyed listening and really i just wanted to say hello because oh, we hadn't been able to connect and i wanted to introduce myself because some of your followers may also um some of your listeners may also not know about me since i haven't connected with you um and i'm just so excited to be here so Awesome. Yeah, thank you for all that you do and for rocking life after a traumatic car accident. I've been there and Ooh. it's, um, yeah, being, being a survivor is very, um, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for popping in. Thanks for saying hello. Uh, how, as a life coach, how do you, what, what context do you, how do you, how do you consider astrology? How do you, is that, is it something that you yeah. think is like voodoo and, um, mystical nonsense, or is it something that you think has a place in the world that is like a useful place? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like it's a different language for everything we are all trying to convey. Mm. And so um, you or Devron or astrologers in general, so you've chosen that language, astrology, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> and, and then as a life coach, I really just focus on my my what's the word? Oh my gosh, my packages, mm -hmm. uh, which are all about hope and soul alignment. And if my client brings in astrology to the table, then we dive into it. Mm. Right. Because I work with a lot of Christian clients who will not bring astrology to the table and to the conversation. And mm. so, right. Um, in an effort to be more inclusive, I don't base my coaching on this. I just leave the door open right and then when it comes to personal um, endeavors or personal revelations i really just do my own thing with the oracle and um 
you know, just tarot and my intuition and chakra work. And, um, and really the new moon in Pisces right now is it's speaking my language, which is why I host a group on the new moon and on the full moon, because the new moon is all about hope and it's all about intentions and it's all about plans. And so as a coach, that's my language, right? Yeah. Do you want to tell me the link? Do you want to tell me the link? Uh, since, and then people who, people, maybe viewers who see this episode can, can, uh, just jump over to your link. Oh, for sure. So, uh, follow me on Instagram, songofmyself.ig. Songofmyself.ig. Yes. Song of myself, like the poem by Walt Whitman, song of myself, Uh and then .ig because I have the website, song of myself and the blog. So yeah, uh, it's all one brand. And uh, on the link in my bio, you can sign up for the New Moon Group, which is tonight, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. We brief, mm-hmm. we do a guided meditation with the New Moon theme in it, of course, and then we journal slash paint. Some people paint, we use black and silver ink, so it's really thematic. And then we breathe again, and then we do a Q&A, and if not, if everybody is just at ease, which is usually what happens, we just close the group and move on to our evening, and it's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Graciela. And I will uh, talk to you later. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope that you have a great day. Thank you. I'll be here listening. Awesome. Cheers. All right. And we're back to the astrology uh, chart here, the the picture I've I've put together. And uh, we've already talked about the new moon. Um, and we've talked about a lot of the transitions ha- transitions happening between the new moon and the full moon. And let's talk more specifically and directly about the full moon. We had a nice little break there with Graciela, which was very nice. Uh, and um, I'm not going <laughs> to let, let the next guest in because I want to get through this talk. Maybe after the maybe after I talk about the full moon, I'll let a guest in and we'll and we'll talk more about it. But let's see what happens here with the full moon conversation um, as we're looking specifically at that chart. So. Jupiter, as I was saying, is balsamic to Neptune inside of the Sun and Mercury. Jupiter and Neptune are inside of the Sun and Mercury. That's actually quite significant. Um, And it emphasizes how the, how um, the, you know, the cultural mind is dividing our capacity to, um, stay clear on what we on what on what our roles are what our um, opinions are how we can keep ourselves um you know not you know keep keep clear distinctions between this or that um and it's emphasizing like cultural commitments rather than like this is actually what i need to do for myself um so it, it can just add it can um add to the confusion I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, the social, the so, socio-cultural forces overpower um, clarity and mental techniques. So an accelerated acceleration is something we might think about. Accelerated acceleration is kind of a, it, things are just getting faster, faster. Um, Saturn moves from the 19th to the, to the 21st degree of Aquarius the impulse for transformation or personal rejuvenation faces inertia. Um, Cultural restructuring around resilience by meeting emotionally upsetting experiences with strength, character, and personal integrity. Um, 
and illuminated awareness of how we're actually participating and supporting new ideas about how we're personally contributing to our world. Um, so not overreacting, right? But having a disciplined reaction um, to how we're participating, how um, cultural restructuring is happening. I mean, like it's everywhere, right? Just like look around. <laughs> Um, Uranus is going from the 12th degree to the 13th degree of Taurus. So, and what you can grab from that is that um, um, ambition is being mobilized um, and uh, socializing compulsions for gain. Um, gosh, I can really clearly think about one world leader who really wants to, has, has, has a compulsion for gain. Um, there's a trine between Pluto, the moon, and the lunar north node, uh, which I kind of imagine as like this grand integration, it has a signature of grand integration. Um, more specifically about that, violence that enhances cultural collective, collective cultural values, um, violence for survival, mixed with clairvoyance, mixed with willpower and personality. Um, the moon reminds us that existence is motion there in the 20th degree of Virgo. Um, so everything's moving and whether it's our power, our willpower or the, or a divine willpower, existence itself is motion. Um, and so it might ask us, what is the quality of that motion? What quality of motion is being revealed by the full moon? And just remember that that quality of motion is, is uh, accelerating the acceleration of um, the quality of motion is itself accelerating, kind of like a, the, derivative, the derivative of the derivative <laughs> um, for those people who know, who know calculus. Um, and so the bigger picture question is what energies are we perpetuating through the spring solstice and into the next year and into the new age since we are really um, seeding the greater age of Aquarius? Um, Saturn, um, in the 21st degree of Saturn, 21st degree of Aquarius, where, um, where Saturn is at the full moon coming up here in a couple of weeks, um, it suggests success comes from the ability to deal with crises and temporary reverses of fortune. Um, and so if suggest, if success comes from the ability to deal with crises and temporary reverses of fortune, then um, disciplined reactions are extra important. So we don't like, you know, we have a, a reverse of fortune. We don't like blow ourselves up and um, and and um, and have a game over kind of experience. Whether that's on the military um, conflict scale or the uh, personal crypto scale, because I, I like to talk about crypto. Uh, and, um, you know, that, that, I mean, crypto is a personal battle, like, uh, you know, and, and people who invest and people that I've followed and watched a lot of content from all say, um, the goal is not to win right now, but to can win enough, win enough and get out enough to be able to stay in the game long term. Um, so I mean, otherwise you might get liquidated, which is never, never a good idea. 
Um, so the sun moon opposition at the full moon, um, something called a, a syzygy, which is a really fun word that I learned from reading a book by Dane Rudger. Um, if we look at that sun moon opposition, the syzygy, and we add the sun to that, um, that grand integration trine that I mentioned with uh, Pluto, the moon and the lunar north node, um, both Pluto and the, um, both Pluto and the north node have a sextile to the sun, uh, which helps to support and anchor the energy of the sun um, down there in the 28th degree of Pisces. And the moon is opposite that, all kind of by itself out in space um, in the 28th degree of Virgo. And uh, I'd like to read the, the Sabian symbol for that 20th degree of Virgo. And just a real quick highlight about what the Sabian symbols are. If, you know, 360 degrees is a full circle, it's uh, kind of a context for encapsulating consciousness. Uh, you know, the I Ching is, for example, 64, uh, is a geometry based on 64. Astrology is based on a geometry of 360. Um, and the sacred geometry within that is, you know, boils down all the way to the, all the way to um, an individual degree. And um, each individual degree, there's a structure within the bigger picture of 360. And each um, of those 360 degrees has a corresponding Sabian symbol. Um, if you know anything about symbols, like drum symbols, Sabian is a, is a leading brand, not because um, of, I don't, I'm not talking about business or anything like that. I'm just talking specifically about the name Sabian and how the idea of a symbol splashes out and reverberates through all the sound and um, adds color and um, texture to the bigger picture of what the sound is like, for example, from a drum set or from a, from a band, you can definitely hear the symbol, the symbols. Um, and so the Sabian symbols are channeled, channeled by um, uh, psychics, a psychic named Elsie Wheeler uh, around a hundred years ago. Um, and she was working with a, a, wheel, a really well-respected astrologer at, at the time named Mark Edmund Jones. Um, but so the, the symbol for the 24th degree of Virgo is a bald headed man who has seized power. And I can think of at least a couple world leaders who are bald and have seized power, but it's, you know, metaphorical. So the keynote of that, what that, what that symbol represents is the sheer power of personality in times that call for decision. Um, and more, uh, more details on that idea is that whether at the religious or at the socio-political and cultural level, there comes a time when obsole obsolescent patterns of order and cultural refinement have to be radically and relentlessly challenged. Catabolic personages emerge to seize power and dictate decisions that alter the structures of society. Or within an individual life, an intense urge for cathartic changes mobilizes the will and traumatic decisions are made. At such times, the issue has to be met and ruthless as the power may appear, it must be accepted. At this third stage of the 36th sequence, we face the unpostponable necessity for decision and transformation. Existence is motion. 
No static formation, however beautiful and inspiring, can remain long unchallenged. Everything bows to the power of the will. And here's where the here's what I think is particularly interesting about what that refers to. Everything bows to the power of the will, divine, executively human, or satanic. So what willpower are we bending to? Are we bowing to? <sighs> and so back to the theme of this segment of the lunar cycle, disciplined reactions to accelerating changes illuminate natural resilience. So just take a minute to breathe through all that, think about everything that we've talked about. Um, and if there were any other guests who wanted to join me from my Wisdom Talks app uh, to ask a question live on my YouTube uh, episode here, I'd be happy to have you in. I'll give you five seconds to jump in. Five, four, three, two, one. <sighs> Meh. All right. Thanks so much. This has been a really fun episode to record. I really enjoyed having my wisdom um, app live and recording while I was doing this. Uh, and I had enjoyed having that guest pop in and Graciela, I think it was. And um, if you got something for, if you've gotten value from this episode, please like, you know, if you like the video, like the video, as they say. Um, and I, Look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers.